This month, I am continuing the conversation about love. And today, I want to talk specifically about how we step into self-love, self-care, those self-care slippers. It's winter, so grab a warm cup of coffee and slide into those slippers, snuggle up by the fire, and listen in for a little bit of encouragement. In my book, Step Forward, I talk about the self-care or self-love slippers because they are one of the metaphors or the shoes that I needed to step into in order to step forward with my life and through hard things. I had to learn to take care of myself and love myself a whole lot better, and that meant making myself a priority. Up until that point, I honestly really sucked at it, and I still have days that I'm not great at it because I am naturally one to put others first, I care deeply, I'm a helper, I listen, lift others up, and encourage others to be their best. But I had to learn to set boundaries. I had to learn to really rest and take time for myself. I had to learn to really do the things that I enjoyed because I kind of forgot what those were. I had to surround myself with really positive people who encourage me and lift me up. And I had to dream. One of the things that I learned is that one of the ways we can show ourselves self-love is by allowing ourselves to dream and pursue our dreams. Along the way, when my youngest was entering high school, I realized that I forgot what my dreams were. And then after we went through a really hard time and kind of the walls came crashing down, we were walking through a crisis and I had to help solve that. But oddly enough, through all of that, that's where I remembered who I was. And that's when those dreams really started to surface and come alive again. And I realized that when we give up on our dreams, we actually limit our potential and our possibilities because our dreams are an expression of our goals and our desires and our aspirations. And if we shelf them and forget about them, we're actually telling ourselves that we're not capable, we're not qualified, and we're not worthy of achieving them. Giving up on your dreams can lead to feelings of disappointment and regret. And you may also find that you lose your sense of purpose and direction So it's important to find that compass again. I think some call that your true north. And when you shift that perspective and you start to pursue your dreams, it empowers you. And it gives you this incredible sense of fulfillment and confidence. I didn't say it was easy, just possible. And you are not limited by your age. It's why I wrote my book, Step Forward, at age 59. I've always wanted to write a book. And I have more in me. But I just had to start. I had to start somewhere. And even as messy, unpredictable, and as imperfect as the journey was, I did it. And those obstacles, and as we stumble and fail and learn, it's all part of the journey. It's part of stepping forward to achieve your dreams and goals. And instead of giving up, use the missteps or the two steps backwards or falling down as an experience and an opportunity to grow and learn and to thrust you forward to what's next. Does that make sense? I hope it does. I do. Let's go find that girl. Life happens. We allow it happen to us instead of for us. We stop taking risks. We don't want to fail or appear stupid, right? We want to be accepted. We want to do the right thing. We care far too much about what other people think. So learn from me. Because when you go through really hard things, you don't care anymore. You don't have time. And I say, write a book. Not only is it cathartic, 
But in order to get that book done, you have to let go of a whole lot of perfectionism. And when you write from your heart, it's your message to share with the world and it becomes a timestamp of your thoughts. There's a part of you that's always gonna wanna change it. And maybe that's why a lot of people don't actually publish because you can so easily get stuck in that analysis paralysis. It's like an artist that finally has to put down the paintbrush. Anyway, back to the dreams. Mel Abrams says that you have to dream before your dreams can actually come true. You have to think about what's possible. There are several neuroscience studies that come from Margaret A. Bowden, a very well-documented researcher at MIT. In an online article for Inc. Magazine, Dr. Yoram Solomon writes, Bowden defined transformational creativity ideas as an impossibilist surprise. He says impossibilist is actually a word. And as a word nerd, I decided to look it up because I really wasn't sure if that was actually a word. And sure enough, impossibilist is actually a word. Dr. Solomon goes on to explain that Bowden feels that if you change the rules of the game in your thoughts and eliminate some of those rules about what you think is impossible, then you are more likely to think about what is possible. Those impossible thoughts actually prevent you from creating new ideas. So when those negative thoughts pop up, instead of saying, I can't do that, replace it with, I can do that. Instead of thinking about what could go wrong, think about what could go right. It's deep, but brilliant. And maybe this is why kids thrive when they're younger, when they're allowed to be creative and use their imagination and believe that anything is possible. Just watch kids at play, the way they create and dream and imagine not only who they are, but whatever they make up with their games that they're playing. They feel like they can be anything. They put on their capes and their wings. They imagine that they can fly. I love this quote from J.M. Barry from Peter Pan. The moment you doubt whether you can fly, you cease forever to be able to do it. In my book, I also share a story when our daughter was younger. She had this really cute, customized bunk bed, and it looked like a little house. It was painted in white and pink and purple with these cute little green window boxes. And one day, I walked into her room, and she was so sad. I saw her sitting on the floor in her cute little dress-up tutu. I said, honey, what's wrong? You look sad. She replied, I am. My fairy dust isn't working. I climbed up on my stairs on my bed so many times and jumped, and I can't fly anymore. I remember saying something, oh, maybe one of your wings is broken. I'm sure you can fix it, and I'm sure you will find your magic again. Let's sprinkle some more fairy dust on you, and let's see if that works. So I went to her desk drawer and pulled out a bottle of sprinkle dust that was just glitter, but I told her it was her magic fairy dust, and I sprinkled it on her. And I said, oh, you're going to be able to fly again very soon. Just close your eyes and imagine. Let's see if that works. I remember that moment so vividly because it was a part of my heart that really hurt. My precious little girl lost her imagination that day and I had to help her dream again. I wanted to remind her that anything was possible and that she would always be able to fly. And I want to remind you also just close your eyes and imagine for a moment that you can rise up and soar.
because you can. And that's just a metaphor to talk about our ability to rise above and pursue those things that really matter to us, those things that we want to do. Walt Disney says that if you can dream it, you can do it. And we all need that sense of wonder to dream and think, I am possible, don't we? I want you to pause right now and say, I am possible. Say it more than once because you are. I'm grateful for those creators who allow us to use our imagination and dream. People like Walt Disney. We all need moments where we believe we can fly, don't we? We all need to believe that we are possible. That possibility thinking empowers us and helps us step forward. It gives us hope. And so today, I just want to encourage you and remind you how amazing and awesome you are, that you are possible, that your dream is possible. Until we meet again, you are seen, you are heard, you are loved, and you belong. God bless. Thank you so much for being here. I'm your host, Terry Mullen, and this is the Hello Redlow podcast. I show up here each week, helping mostly midlife women step forward with their lives. We talk about how to navigate our life transitions, overcome obstacles and hard things, and how to rediscover who we are now in this season of life. If you are enjoying this podcast, please be sure to share this with your friends leave a review, and then also sign up for my newsletter. You can find that in the link in the bio in the Hello Redlow Instagram. Until we meet again, have an amazing day.